Hello friends hi how is everyone doing uh, i'm so sorry for the delay in putting out an episode but i think uh, you can cut me some slack because of how things have been going on across the world um, i wanted to edit this episode properly uh, but um, editing costs money and currently uh, i have no money because there's no money coming from anywhere if you'd like to give me money i'm very happy to receive your money just send it i will give you my bank account details uh, my bank account details uh, it's uh, uh vijay malia's uh, uh, swiss bank account number 23611421 thanks um uh, anyway tonight today's episode is uh, with amish tripathi who is an author and also the chairman of nehru center in london uh, london and he's written a series of tremendous best selling books and there are rumors that his uh, last uh, book which is immortals of meluha has been sold for something around 17000 crores or something um and we discuss his new series which is uh, about uh, uh, ram and sita and uh, the current book is about ravan and that's our take off point there will be a few audio issues with this because uh, amish had a cold <laughs> so he's sniffling straight into the mic again i was going to get it edited par mere paas paisa nahi hai message bata raha hai kuch paisa nahi hai mere paas in fact if you would like to genuinely support me instamojo.com/pantonfire to allow me to make this more i'm serious uh, instamojo.com/pantonfire and also uh, uh, paypal.me/pantonfire agar dena hai to de do koi tension nahi hai waise uh anyway uh it's uh, the episode's going to go on for about an hour after this i'm also going to upload another episode which i have with mandira bedi and there is more episodes which i'll be recording using zoom device uh with a lot of my fellow comedians so i'll start uploading regularly because everybody's buck out um usually this is around the time where i plug my stand up comedy shows and tours so here goes I will be performing day after tomorrow at the Buckingham Palace. Um it's going to be a great show 3 hours long. Amazing. Um there's also open mic night I'm hosting at the White House. Very happy also to announce that I'm going to be the first ever comedian to perform at the top of the pyramids of Giza. So uh April 19th is that show. Uh please book your tickets uh, on thisdoesnotexist.com. Anyway, uh, over to Amish uh, again if you like me to keep making this kind of stuff please go out there and support instamojo.com/pandonfire and also lots of stand up is out now on my youtube page i'm releasing shit just to make you happy so i am telling you right now uh, the stand up is not high quality but just to entertain you i'm like enjoy yourself so go go to youtube.com/pandonfire two new stand up clips are there plus one more coming soon enjoy yourself i hope you enjoy this episode with amish tripathi No, by the way, I'm. Uh, uh, this is. I'm really enjoying this book. Thanks, bro. Like uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I skipped the first two, and then you told me that you can start off with the third one straight. Yeah, it's a multi-linear narrative. Yeah, you can start with this. Yeah. And it was. I was. I was literally into it, and it's genuinely fascinating. And there's like. Uh, I mean, obviously, people have already told you this about the whole Ravan thing. Mm. About uh, I didn't know. I didn't know about the seafaring. I didn't know about mm. the shipping. I didn't know about. all of that background um so yeah we'll we'll get into it dheere uh, dheere so uh, there's going to be a one and a half hour chat we'll just talk about anything and everything cool. and get into all sorts of weird territories i've got honey so i'm good to go <laughs> honey hey by the way honey to sponsor for <laughs> for next <laughs> every <laughs> guest i'm i'm suffering from a bad cough thorup just saved me with this i'm getting a nice sugar high also hai na i had uh, I stopped sugar completely, and I had two honeys, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> fucking eating this shit. Yeah. This is great. 
So okay. you're based out of London. What is um, you're part of the Nehru Centre there? Yeah, so I'm. <coughs> excuse me. So I'm a I'm the director of the Nehru Centre. Yeah. Which is India's uh, cultural centre in uh, the UK. Huh. And uh, it's the biggest cultural centre worldwide. The remit is to promote India's soft power. It's a part of the Indian High Commission, so it's a diplomatic role. Yeah, because um, I read your Wikipedia entry, which very subtly now says diplomat, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay, who did that? <laughs> <laughs> no, good, good. Yeah, I mean, I'm technically a diplomat. Yeah. So you are, you are, you are actually a diplomat now. That's amazing. Yeah, I travel on a diplomatic passport, man. Kya baat kare Freaking yeah. cool, boss. Aray, I avoid all the immigration lines wherever I go. <laughs> and boss, I mean, for an Indian, you uh, know this. I don't need to apply for visas, boss. Best. Except for the US. I mean, there. Huh. Even if you're a diplomat, you need a visa. Yeah. So, but yeah, I can just. That's uh, yeah, but skipping that line is the greatest feeling in the world. The greatest? No, the greatest feeling in the world is the honey. Yeah, but, but the second greatest feeling in the world is yes. Yeah. So first is honey. Second hmm. is skipping the immigration line. Hmm. Third is having kids. <laughs> we'll put that third. <laughs> 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 it's like yeah. Um, okay, so lots of questions to cover, obviously, and uh, a lot of the stuff you've obviously spoken about a bunch of times. Um, yeah, no, no, my son might see this. My how old is his son? He's ten. So my greatest feeling in the world is having him, but everything else can follow after. What's this. his name? Neil. Neil. Oh, oh. He's an absolute jan man. Hena? My obsession. Is he in London also? Uh, no, he's easier. So I keep coming back every two months to see him. By the way, I didn't know you were in, you were in I am Calcutta. Hmm. And also oh, cathedral. Hmm? So that's twice snobbery. That's like. Oh, man, what is it? I'm going to take my home. What is it? I was in Calcutta. Mein show kiya tha. Ah. And this was on the back of like doing a lot of shows in like a lot of colleges and just killing. Hmm. Because even in the MBA college, vibe is like, huh, we're going to do a lot And I am Calcutta was <laughs> such a tough show. What is it? My God. I don't was know. In our time, IMC was like a very chilled out place. I don't know. That so, I, might have been that particular year. <coughs> they are quite chilled out. They, yeah, somebody told me, uh, please don't interact with the students. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. No, we Some didn't have that. Don't no. Know. But how was IMC? You did. Uh... It was fantastic, yeah. So we had, I mean, we used to have sports. We used to have uh, bands. You know, I was I was a member of the band too. Are you? What do you play? Yeah, I was, I was a singer. I was the lead singer of our band. Really? Band. Yeah, seriously. Oh wow. So yeah, that was great fun. Yeah. And we used to, in our times, it was much more fun and relaxed. I don't know which year huh. uh, you were. I think like four, five years ago. <coughs> okay. I'm old. I'm like, I, I would have been there maybe 20, oh shit, 25 years ago. Isn't it very weird? Shit, I'm old, man. <laughs> I'm freaking old. <laughs> yeah, so I was there some 25 years ago. So we used to have this, we were that chilled out. We used to have this concept called Janta Movies. Huh. Okay, where we would hire two, three buses. Huh. The entire institute would go together to huh. watch a movie. Right. All suitably high, huh. right? <laughs> and we would hire, you know, say the entire balcony out of a theater. Huh. And of course, whenever IMC students did a Janta movie in a particular theater, hmm. IMCNs would be banned in that theater for the next two three years. <laughs> okay, and uh, so and the kind of movie we had to see was like, you know, in those days it was a Govinda movies, right? Oh, always. Yeah. Oh, so like God. our our uh, year Janta movie, our first year was uh, that Kuli number one. Do you remember that? Oh my God! Of course, I remember. What a movie! And we freaking loved it. We loved it so much that I was going that song. Huh, huh. So we loved it. Huh. Okay. So obviously we had to do. What we had to do, huh. we wanted the song to be played again. So <laughs> the projector, 
they locked the room. How? Who does that? Yeah. So they locked the projector room. So there were some of us who stopped the projector room. Rewind, karo, sala, fir se play karo. And then the, some of the stall guys didn't like it, so they were coming up the steps to fight us. So there were some MCs blocking them out there. Some MCs rewind, karo, play karo. That's going to be the weirdest protest to ever break out in Calcutta. He's <laughs> like, "Tumhe kya chahiye?" <laughs> like Govinda ka gana wapis sunne ka. But finally, they did play it again. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. But we are dancing on the seats and great fun. I was going from the road. Govinda rocks. Dude, I, I, I was literally having this chat with the Mandira Bedi also about DDLJ. Where I'm like, hmm. I never got the this thing. If a Govinda movie was playing for the duration that DDLJ played, hmm. that I would understand. Hmm. Like I would watch, uh, I, I would watch like uh, Divana Mastana and all these movies like over and over again. They are great fun. The great fun man. And he was like, he was my '90s hero all the time. He was in a league of his own. Hena. You know, just put your brains aside, go with the flow, have fun. Yeah. Which is what some movies should be. You know what? What I don't understand as a comedian, right? I don't hmm. understand why, like, certain comedians I can get when they are <coughs> trying to get serious and all. Hmm. But like, Govinda wanted to do direct movies like Suk and all that, which he did. I'm like, Kai Kuo, just like be who. Who you yeah. are, man. Yeah. Be who you are. But I guess he was trying to be who he is, which is this serious. I don't know. <laughs> I never understand it. Like yeah. I feel, I feel insulted as a comedian when somebody is <laughs> like, "I'm like, yeah, we are not enough for you." <laughs> okay, let's uh, uh, let's get into this. Uh, <clears throat> this is a question you've been asked before, but I'm just curious. So a lot of the questions have been covered before, but I feel mm. the audience that uh, views will be repetitive. Will not no even problem. be. Yeah, it'll be also be new people most likely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're on YouTube. You don't like the questions, just queue. छुट्टी करता हूँ छुट्टी क्यों कर रहे वापस जा लिख Can you imagine George R R Martin? <laughs> Just like what if? That bugger takes seven years, man. Yeah. And there are people who are genuinely scared. Salah, you will die, yar, before the next book comes out. Dude, yeah. that, but that'll be the ultimate death, right? It's like you killed so many people. You killed so many people. Okay, so you've said uh, multiple times that uh, you're an atheist and you're also a devotee of Lord Shiva. I was an atheist, but yeah, sorry, carry so, on. So uh, now? Yeah, Om Namah Shivaya, Kada. Acha. Deeply. So what is the switch? uh yeah you know i mean like when you have this bright flash of light huh. you know, early in the morning and you know and you get that sense that you need to wake up yeah that's what happened to me but what is the like like actually something just comes and hits you yeah what is this after writing the books or no no before writing the books oh mm. i don't know that mm. okay but it's a no, very can you actually believe that man did you are you I yeah of course i'm joking what's wrong with you some I, bright flash of light and all of course not i believe everything i thought maybe you are like driving in, in the wrong side of the road or something and you're like yes <laughs> no sorry about the honey guys i'm listen the honey is i have a bad cough and this is saving me so uh, huh. no man yeah i was uh, <coughs> sorry i was an atheist in uh, in college huh. for for many years right and uh, I kind of slowly came back to faith uh, as I started <coughs> <coughs> sorry mm. writing the first book. So uh, okay. Mm, wasn't like a sudden thing and it wasn't a discovery of faith. It was yeah. like a return to uh, uh, to faith. Because yeah. I grew up in a deeply religious family. Yeah. I became an atheist for 10 12 years. 
and writing the first book kind of slowly brought me back to faith that's right. how it happened for me and uh, you know since i'm by nature you know me i'm a rebellious hmm. uh, kind of guy so for someone like me you know uh, <coughs> i guess lord shiva is the ideal god right because he yeah. is he is the god of the rebels yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah he himself is a rule breaker yeah. yeah so no disrespect to any other god but yeah but for me he is <laughs> oh god or oh, goddess yeah, yeah yeah but for me a lot of people are like hey man what about us Uh, okay, we'll we'll come to this in a bit. I actually am very curious about uh, because I remember when we spoke once long back about the corporate world and the corporate life, hmm. and you had a lot of like hilarious opinions and observations on the basis of like I remember you told me one thing which I still remember about how in India we still structure buildings hmm. made out of glass. Yeah, which and you said we are so freaking anglicized, no? अपने को our entire education system is such. कि किसी तरह से इसको मतलब यू पुल इन पुल दिस रूट्स आउट ऑफ इंडिया किसी तरह से अंग्रेज बना दे सोलो को दैट्स व्हाट आर एजुकेशन सिस्टम इज अबाउट इट्स लाइक आई रिमेंबर व्हेन आई वाज इन स्कूल द सेकंड स्टैंडर्ड एंड माय सन यू नो लाइक व्हाटएवर यू नो 35 इयर्स लेटर इज टॉट एग्जैक्टली द सेम थिंग बिकॉज़ वी वर टोल्ड दैट इंडिया हैज फोर सीजंस या समर ऑटम स्प्रिंग विंटर स्प्रिंग या सेकंड स्टैंडर्ड आई रेज माय मैं मानसून कहां गया You know, so uh, Europe has four seasons. Yeah. India actually has six seasons. Yeah. Stuff as basic as this yeah. is Europeanized and Anglicized. Yeah. Everything about us, किसी तरह से साले को अंग्रेज बना दो. That's what our education system is. Right. And it actually has a real world impact <coughs> because we are trying to create Europe <coughs> in our cities, in our minds, everywhere. Right. You know? So uh, you'll find people, you know, wanting to wear boots. इन मुंबई विंटर मुंबई है यार मतलब बूट्स व्हाट आर यू डूइंग आई मीन इट्स डीपली अनकंफर्टेबल फॉर योर फीट राइट आई मीन लंदन इट मेक्स सेंस अभी तो विंटर थोड़ा चल रहा है तो राइट नाउ आई थिंक फॉर दिस 3 डेज यू आर अलाउड 3 डेज करेक्ट ओके मिनट चलेगा उसके बाद में बट अ पार्ट ऑफ दिस आल्सो यू सी इन अ बिल्डिंग्स द बिल्डिंग दैट वी आर इन ओके दिस ऑफिस इट्स अ फ्रीकिंग ग्लास वॉल बिल्डिंग ओके द कांसेप्ट ऑफ ग्लास वॉल बिल्डिंग्स केम अप इन वेस्टर्न यूरोप राइट इट मेक्स लोड्स ऑफ सेंस ओके लाइक आई एम इन लंदन आई लिव इन लंदन राइट नाउ Sala, the sun comes up by eight eight thirty, right. and by four o'clock it's dark. It's, it's deeply disturbing. Yeah, like, yeah. Where is the sun? Right? Yeah. And so in a atmosphere like this, having a glass wall building makes sense hmm. because you know you have light, sun's rays refract in, you know, so you know heat comes in, so you have less heating costs. It, it makes sense in your right. there's a shortage of sun. This India boss, do we have a shortage of sun out here? You know, we have sun all the freaking time. We have excess sun, not huh. shortage of sun. Huh. So. Excuse me. When you build a glass wall building, what you are essentially building is a giant microwave oven, right? Because the, I, I I worked in a bank. Huh. You know, my cabin, uh, my last job, I was senior enough to uh, to get a cabin huh. and glass wall building. So here, see, the sun is freaking breaking, uh, baking me, huh. and here, see, the AC is kind of <coughs> blasting me. You know, so every second or third week, I would fall ill. Yeah. These kind of buildings make no sense in India. You like know? you can't even be cooked. एसी कॉस एनर्जी कॉस इट्स एनवायरमेंट अनफ्रेंडली इट्स नॉट प्रैक्टिकल एट ऑल फॉर आर फॉर आर क्लाइमेट 
It's practical for Western Europe, not India. Except this building we are in right now. This is a great building. No, this building sucks also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna suck this up office to is nice. This office is nice. Yeah, it's a great office. Great office. Great office, guys. But I, I think that's the ultimate vengeance, right? Where it's like the guy who's got the the uh, the uh, finally that corner office, quote unquote. Where it's like, acha ye dekh mera view and all that. It's like the ultimate. But all the other cubicle dwellers, like, abhi tu tu But you were in a corporate job for a long time, and you liked the job. You you enjoyed the job. It's a corporate job, yeah. Huh. You're not supposed to enjoy it. You're supposed to earn money. So. <laughs> Look, no one goes to a bank, you know, works in a bank thinking this is giving my life meaning and, uh. you know, and this is my swadharma in life, come on. You know, but it's, uh, it's, uh, I, there's no dishonor in the job. Right. You know, you can, uh, uh, you know, it helps you meet your responsibilities. So it's like, it's not key, uh. it's not that you're doing some smuggling or something. Uh. Yeah, but it's not like, man, this is my purpose, you know, <laughs> I'm designing insurance products, life insurance. <laughs> So I really want to see you do motivational talks, which I, I know you do. <laughs> but uh, isn't there like, uh, how do you... See, there's a reason yeah. they call it compensation. Huh. Because, because they mess your mind for a month and then they compensate you at the end of the month. I'm so jealous of people who have like health insurance. This PPF concept doesn't come to exactly, but it sounds like something interesting. Like I'm like, uh, end of the career, you'll get like 17 crores rupees or some crazy amount. It's like not like always, depends pay. on the amount you save. So PPF, this is closed. Oh, it's PPF is basically public provident fund. Huh. So it is essential. Are you really interested? Is someone really interested I, I'm, in this? I'm, I, listen, I'm interested in everything in the world. Okay. So, <coughs> it's like uh, you're investing in debt, essentially. Right. So, Broadly, I mean, whatever bankers might confuse you with various things, essentially your money, forget about real estate and all that. Financial, your money can go into equity, you can go into debt, broadly. There right. could be other options, but broadly. And uh, PPF is essentially a debt product. Yeah. Debt product is like uh, you get uh, a guaranteed return. You could. Okay, and equity, mind. you take more risk. This is, uh, yeah, I'm not But PPF in India, you get a tax <laughs> benefit. So it's actually quite good. Oh, it is a tax benefit. See, because the, the interest what? that you earn is tax-free. Only the interest. No, and up to an amount, you get a yeah. benefit on the up to 1 lakh. That gets reduced from your taxable income. Yeah. But if you put more than 1 lakh, no. Then there's no benefit on your... Why am I telling you all this? <laughs> <laughs> See, you're ba- I was trying to... I'm, trying to I'm still help, a banker. Bloody hell. Help you revive passion in your own banking <laughs> <laughs> When are you like, shit, I remember this used to be <laughs> no, So, how do, you, how do you actually motivate somebody who has a corporate job? Like, I remember ages back, I was reading uh, Autobiography of a Yogi, right? And I'm not just bringing this <laughs> because you're here. Hmm. And it was a very interesting thing where it's like uh, Parmahans Yogananda's uh, uh, guru or hmm. whatever. Hmm. He used to work in a city and somebody asked him that, hey, why don't you be like uh, uh, in the forest or whatever? And he's like, no, but here is where it matters more because uh, I'm doing my job during the day and also doing this. And that's actually a far harder thing or something. Yeah, so which logic that. So what, I mean, I'm just trying to jhada some spirituality in front of you, you know. Dekha, hmm. impress ho gaya aapne. Dekha, <laughs> so how do you inspire, how do you like tell somebody to be like, to inspire somebody in a corporate job? The debate you're talking about is a debate that has happened many times in India. You know, between the monk traditions, which is essentially sannyasa, huh. and the householder traditions, right. guruhastha. Correct. Hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, of course there is, you know, spiritual beauty, uh, purpose that you can find in 
being a sanyasi. Hmm. But if everyone becomes a sanyasi, how the hell is the society going to run? Right. So, uh, there, there was one, some schools of thought which used to think the sanyasi tradition is superior and would hmm. look down on the grohastha people. Right. But the grohastha people are the ones who make <coughs> life possible. Right. Many of the monk traditions, at least in Hinduism, have sadly gone down. Okay. Not as yeah. big as it used to be. Hmm. But Buddhism uh, was, uh, essentially it started as a monk tradition. Yeah. So did Jainism. Even in there, the monk traditions are not as big as it used to be. Hmm. But this was always the debate in India. India always had a big monk tradition, unlike many other societies. Yeah, if you go by... And both male and female monks, not just... Yeah. Uh, not just male. If you go by percentages, purely, I mean, I don't know, I mean, you obviously know this better. But like, yeah, very few, like, if you go by population percentage, very few people are like, you know, I'm just leaving everything. And well, I'm trying to... Boss, if everyone does that, how will society survive? Yeah. I mean, someone has to earn money. To Even the monks need someone to give them dan, right? Someone yeah. to give them charity so that they can live. Yeah. Someone has to earn to be able to give charity. Fine, so there is balance in both. That, that was actually one. Of, that's a very ancient debate in India. Yeah. And done with, uh, yeah, in autobiography of a yogi as well. Most places. What do you think of that book? I think it's a damn good book. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. I remember like I read it when I was like about twenty one, mm. and it was a point where I was transitioning from college to work, and mm. I was like very uh, just generally stuck from a. Uh, I think and when when you're stuck at whatever you're doing, you're also stuck at a spiritual sense. Uh, yeah. or whatever it is yeah. and I remember reading that book and like making copious notes and read, reading it across like 15 days very mm. slowly and mm. making notes and all that stuff and I realized it helped and it could just be any spiritual book it could be like something about philosophy or whatever it is was there any book like that for you? Where you were like you for me I this? just grew up with those traditions right? yeah. since my grandfather was a pandit yeah. so, I thought my dad was a pandit no no my dad is an engineer oh, okay, huh. uh, so uh, my grandfather was a pandit in Kashi Vishwanath huh. ji and he used to teach also at BHU mm. Mm. Uh, my dad is an engineer, right. and uh, but like in our family, that traditions was there. We were always very closely attached to our, uh, you know, to our scriptures, to our culture. You know, we would learn from it. Right. And uh, one of the things we learned at a young age, you know, Baba Ji used to keep saying that, uh, you know, true wisdom is actually in balance. Any right. kind of extreme is not good. So. Uh, you become so much of a bairagi that you are not meeting any of your responsibilities at all. Maybe mm. you are know, I am discovering myself. Mm. That's also not responsible. Right. It's not dharma. But if you become so selfish that you are not looking at spirituality at all, and also at the end of your life you will be, you know, kya kya mm. so, balance. Ati sarvatra varjait. Sanskrit. It means excess of anything should be avoided. Mm. Extremes of anything is not good. Wisdom is in balance. So you'll That's have only Indian one way. honey is what you're trying to tell me. If you have more, I won't mind. Because I'm <laughs> suffering from cough. <laughs> can, can we get more honey actually? <laughs> <laughs> I won't mind some warm water either. Yeah. Guys, I'm suffering from a very okay. bad cough. Sorry. Yeah. Ah, sorry, but carry on. Uh -huh. um, so it's... But it's on your top. Sorry. Sorry. Now we're recording. No, no. We have a backup above you. So we are more stressed. Yeah. Two, uh, I won't mind some more coffee. Two coffees. Yes. Two coffees, hot water, and, and honey twigs. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, 
for some reason there's a 10 rupee note inside this book which Kya i don't know what it no i'm keeping it ye das rupaye mere paas mein mila to mera ah it's okay some something for that for that reason only mm. um so okay this is uh, and currently obviously this debate has become uh, bigger and bigger which is about you said something i remember which i'm trying to get around about liberalism being helped by religion mm. what what is the what is the full story of that like how do you think you can uh, get inspired by religion and also the stories like i i uh, i'm not a religious <coughs> person but i mm. i like the stories mm. that sort of help you and mm. blah 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 so mm. what do you think how do you as a liberal person get inspired by religion so yeah, that's my news words uh, i like that <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a very deep thought <laughs> no it's like in the indian way ha huh. religiosity and liberalism are actually were never in conflict right where when will religiosity uh kind of subdue liberalism hmm for that you have to understand what is true liberalism right. and not the way many modern liberals hmm. see it because true liberalism is uh, an acceptance of multiple truths right okay that and if uh, in religiosity you start saying that my truth is the truth right and you're going to go to hell if you don't agree with my truth that's when illiberalism right begins right but in india that is never been the way hmm. uh, the way all religions are practiced in india right. so in india you can you can have a marriage between religiosity and liberalism and i think there is value in both hmm. uh, because if you often <coughs> look what is religion in some ways one of the ways to look at it is its traditions okay okay and what are traditions traditions are you know some roots which connect you to your soil to your ancestors hmm. right uh if you destroy all traditions hmm. as has been done in some parts of the west for example hmm. people are unmoored You give me an example of like in the west in the uk do you know that they have a ministry for loneliness okay it is that sad out there is it is an actual thing what is they, what is they the actually set up because they said it is such a problem loneliness is emerging as a killer out there huh. right so they said the government has to do something right about this epidemic of loneliness right but a lot of loneliness is emerging because huh. you've destroyed all traditions you've destroyed community you've destroyed family so right. people are just unmoored by themselves it's completely mm. atomized so there is a value to traditions as well mm. because it roots you right look life will have its ups and downs right. it's a part of life you know and when life hits you hard um often it's your traditions it's your family which gives you the strength to go through it i had a very difficult personal life personal mm. time the last 2 mm. 3 years is my family my traditions which have given me the strength to to get through this right. now if i had no family if i was by myself if mm. i was you know had uh, no traditions to fall back on to give me some sense of peace mm. or no i might be in depression i might be you know and, and life happens yeah ups mm. and downs are a part of life yeah? right and that's a thing with attacking all traditions and religion which is what liberalism has become in the west mm. but if traditions become too strict too right. rigid mm. then you lose liberalism right. when it is like either my way or the highway my truth or hell mm. that's nonsense also no yeah uh because that loses uh, there you lose the uh, the space for freedom for uh, for free speech for love for accepting different points of view for lgbt rights women's yeah. rights 
if you can have a marriage of both, it's the ideal mix, right? And mm. that's where again the Indian way comes in. The best place to be is in balance. Extremism right. of anything is not good. If you're so, and this is only in the Western thing, where if you're so religious that there's no space for liberalism, it's mm. not good. But if you're so liberal that there's no place for traditions, that's also not good. Right. Mm. Balance between both, which in the Indian way is possible. The way we look at religion. So it's basically like trying to figure out that, uh, you know, and I think that's one of the parts about like general religion and stuff like that, which I don't think people, I mean, <coughs> people have covered a lot, but it's about, about, uh, <laughs> it's a club where God is the president. <laughs> right? When you show up and start playing badminton, you're like, chalo. Except <laughs> like, in the Indian way. <laughs> which is what? Except in the Indian way. Right. No, there is no, except in the Indian way. Right. It's not that it's a club where... Uh, where God is the president. No, huh. it doesn't work that way. Like in the Indian way, for example, huh. uh, no one is beyond question. Yeah. Not even the gods and goddesses. Yeah, there yeah. is no translation for the English word blasphemy hmm. in Vedic Sanskrit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because the concept wasn't there, so they didn't have a word for it. So no one was beyond question. No one is the president for life. Yeah. In the Indian way, the purpose of religion is for you to discover your own path. Right. And then make your own choices, make your own decisions and live with the consequences, positive or negative. So you are in charge of what will happen to you, to your soul. It's not that God will judge or decide. That's not the Indian way. What is the, so the Indian way is basically, it's that balance that you're talking about, which is that there's religion on one side and there's uh, 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 whatever, liberalism or whatever you believe. And it's, uh, it, it literally comes to the crux of uh, so many disagreements that we have in the public sphere, which is about trying to understand that, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a guy once tell me on a, on a YouTube comment where he's like, why do you always talk like you're the only one who could be correct? Mm. And I'm like, that's essentially what everything has become right now. Mm. Right? Okay, well, so here's, I've been trying to figure this out for a while, which is that, how come globally right now, there, and this is the, the case with the UK, uh, with mm. the, uh, England and uh, India and the US, this whole... Most democracies. Yeah. yeah there seems to be a lot of anger which seems to be permeating from I don't know if it's social media or what it is what do you think is the theory for like I feel every day that abhi sab barne wale like don't you feel like like you log into to Twitter every alternate day and you're like achha aaj nahi mare achha kal ho sakta hai like it's like that no the the funny thing yeah if you speak to most people especially in democracies in the way you know, surveys and all seem to show that huh. this is the worst humanity has ever had. Right. Uh, there's this book called Factfulness right. by Hans Rosling. You know, I read more non-fiction than fiction. Mm -hmm. So, he actually used data mm. to show that humanity has actually never had it better mm. in human history from right. when we stepped out of Africa. Mm. We have never had it better. Yeah, obviously. Okay? Yeah. So, in terms of per capita violence, mm. this is the lowest it has ever been right. in human history. Mm. I'm not talking about total quantum, but per yeah. capita divided yeah, by yeah, 7 yeah. billion. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Thank you so much. Oh, Hari Tricks have arrived. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, living the dream. Hey, lifesaver. <laughs> Honey. Fuck it, I'll also have it. Just for, just for, uh, uh, yeah, just for company. Yeah. Huh? Chale, Anna. Chale. Ganda lag raha hai. Chale, Anna. Chale, class. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, man. Huh. <coughs> so, uh, so yeah, in, in terms of per capita violence, huh. this is the safest that humanity has ever been. Right. You know, two relatively small guys like you and I huh. can go through our entire lives in this age without being seriously thrashed. Okay, or going to a hospital. <laughs> it would have been extremely unlikely even 300 years ago. 
right. extremely unlikely. Okay, like people like you and I would have to be far more careful how we live. <laughs> we are small, yeah. We are small guys. We are not physically tough, right? खाना मिल रहा है या ओबेसिटी राइट खाना मिल रहा है बहुत ज्यादा मिल रहा है करेक्ट व्हिच इज नॉट द प्रॉब्लम दे फेस्ड अ फ्यू सेंचुरीज अगो या विमेन हैव नेवर बीन सेफर विमेन एंड स्मॉल मेन यू नो वी हैव नेवर बीन सेफर इन ह्यूमन हिस्ट्री टुडे द एवरेज गाय लिव्स लाइफस्टाइल्स दैट इवन द रॉयल्टी कुंड हैव लिव्ड 100 इयर्स अगो वी कैन एक्चुअली यू नो सो मेनी ऑफ अस कैन ट्रैवल द वर्ल्ड व्हिच वाज इंपॉसिबल 100 इयर्स अगो एक्सेप्ट फॉर रॉयल्टी और रियली रिच गाइस you could die out of a you know of a small blade cut what is the weirdest thing like yeah so much better that humanity has ever had but we've never been unhappy and angry it makes no freaking sense because we have the outlook if god was looking at us he said tum salo ko aur kya chahiye bhai you've never had it better correct so a lot of it is essentially i think self created right right uh, there's a very interesting line hans rosling says that yeah. more news of bad things does not mean that more bad things are happening right. it's just that we are getting to know many more things that's uh, all yeah. but the world is actually a lot better yeah. than it was could certainly be improved but we could be a little more grateful man yeah. and be a little happier like just chill chill like so i've 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 decided a very simple thing which is that unless something really terrible happens with say an organization mm. right like whether it's an airline or whatever the shit it is I'm not going to complain on social media unless it's like first first step is to get in touch with them directly. Mm-hmm. Then if it's not resolved, because do uh, there was a guy okay, I remember reading this on LinkedIn where he was co- complaining about some Zomato delivery guy. Mm-hmm. Here's the conversation okay, uh, he's like hey where's my order okay mm-hmm. the guy's like sir I'm so sorry it's very late. He's like but it's one hour late like yes sir I'm really sorry that's very late mm-hmm. uh, I sincerely apologize. He's like this is not the way and the guy said okay. Now the post is. How dare he say okay to me? Okay, I'm like, you are so crazy, man. It's like you're searching for things to <laughs> yeah, get yeah. upset about. It's seriously, I'm telling you, God should, you know, should slap all of us. What do you want from us, Salom? I shall. How much? <laughs> <laughs> See, but seriously, what do you guys want? We really need to just take a deep breath yeah. and chill and calm down, hmm. right? There are certainly things that can be improved, right. but the level of anger frustration it's it's bizarre we've never had it better as a species mother nature has is having a really bad time yeah, i don't yeah. deny that yeah. we are really screwing up the environment yeah. but humanity as a species we've never had it better yeah so so you i mean uh, the london gig has been on for about a few months now yes yeah just 2 3 months so do you do you, not, do you notice the similarities between like india mein bhi yahi chal raha hai england mein bhi yahi chal raha hai it's like it's there's very similar narratives happening almost globally where everybody is like <laughs> everything sucks and we should not trust anybody <laughs> like i i i just generally feel like the the uh, hatred the for the elite hatred for the elite hatred yeah. for everybody just yeah. like somebody i need a enemy for today correct and my enemy today i have decided is x correct so i mean in england too it's like uh, is that, is that this roughly the same narrative it's happening everywhere yeah and uh, yeah i think you know 
there's there's this you know there's this uh, uh, charity i support huh. there is a lot of good work in uh, schools hmm. uh, in underprivileged schools right across india and when i i you know i'm just here for a short while yeah uh, so i'd actually visited uh, you know one of these schools and they had a very interesting thing this charity they they teach it at their schools and all the people working in the charity themselves do they actually get up every morning first thing they do is they call it uh, you know the gratefulness prayer hmm. that just all the good that happened to me the previous day hmm. i will just if you want to thank god thank god if you want to thank the universe whatever but thank someone yeah okay in your prayer it just it kind of it says it just gets the day started on a positive day and all of us yeah receive something good i know it sounds syrupy and you know diabetic but it's in your own interest man this yeah. this unnecessary anger and hatred yeah. is not really helping you and i can understand some poor chap in syria huh. or yemen who's being randomly bombed by us saudi arabia iran everyone is basically bombing them i can mm. understand them being angry rest of the world what are you so angry about life is not that bad no i mean obviously there's a lot of people who have a lot to be angry about everywhere but i mean th- that's a f- doesn't help you yeah it doesn't but- help you there are enough things to have grief about i mean i yeah. uh you know especially in the last 2 3 years i found some of the philosophies of buddhism a lot more inspiring mm. and one of the first steps in that gautam buddha said one of the first steps in realizing wisdom is realizing that life is essentially about dukh it's mm. about grief right and he says and you suffer when you don't accept that basic truth right okay so accept it right and then you can figure out what to do about yeah. it but to be angry uh and like and it's and this the anger that you see these days is not about self reflective uh, this mm. thing is more about who do i blame right mm. it does not help you man yeah and it's not that anyone is listening to you those right. people who are screaming and shouting most people you know and are you going to listen to someone who's screaming and shouting at you yeah. how how dare you you spoiled my life like i mean seriously calm down man it's a it's a, the old uh, this thing right where it's like i thought i thought what social media would happen was that the intention was that when it started where people who like sheeps hmm. would be like hey we love sheep and then hmm. people who like goats are like hey we like goats and you will connect yeah and you will connect and like let's create a new species called sh- goat or some new <laughs> thing altogether let's say like nahi tere goat ko apan ko marne ka because we found so many we found an army of people <laughs> dude I, I this happened once i was doing a podcast with uh, gorav kapoor very nice um, the breakfast of champions i don't know if you've seen it i made one joke on parthiv patel okay now parthiv patel is like he knows he's got jokes about him I had people trolling me for weeks saying do you know he's the top ranjit <laughs> like just it's a joke i getting so worked up chill. like he's parthiv is probably people need it. to chill people, yeah. people need to take a deep breath huh. and chill and another thing that i think happens hmm. also in social medias there's so much focus on what people say huh. rather than what they do right and barack obama spoke of that that's more about you know I want to point to someone and blame him for what he said so I can feel better about myself. Right. That I am virtue signaling that I am yeah, yeah, I am superior to that. He said how does that help man? Yeah. You know focus on actions. Yeah. And when you actually focus on actions you realize it's not so easy to be perfect. Right. And it's not so easy to change the entire world. Focus on your corner hmm. and make an improvement there. Hmm. You will find you yourself will lead a better life. Right. You know, rather than just blaming all and sundry uh It's all about wanting to show how I'm a morally superior person. Right. That's what, and focusing more on words rather than action. Yeah, the moral super superiority is such an interesting thing, where it's like, uh, and and in fact, it it there's a lot. Uh, I don't know if correctly or incorrectly tied into religion, mm. where it's like, um, 
I mean, I have a couple of examples, but I won't share them because of fear of uh, blasphemy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish other people. No, but there was there was no concept of blasphemy in ancient India. That's what so. you just said. Yeah, yeah. that's. A, so then, what what do you? But I mean, it's not like I mean, I, I do think there is a lot of glorification of past, right? It's not like everything was great even mm. back then. Like about. Uh, but there's you, never any perfection anywhere. Yeah. Uh, at least in the Indian way, we don't yeah. believe in uh, that. I mean, the only moment of perfection was the moment of creation, hmm. moment of shristi. Uh, and uh, the other moment of uh, perfection will be the moment of destruction. Yeah. Everything else in between, it cannot be perfect. So here is, here is a uh, critical question. Hmm. What do you think happens after we die? It starts all over again. That's the Indian way. Yeah. It's a cycle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But when I die, I'll tell you. So what do you think you're going to come back as? Hopefully an Indian. <laughs> oh, oh, patriotic I am hardcore patriot boss. <laughs> Matlab, you have been voted. <laughs> you have won the election. <laughs> no, no, I am a hardcore patriot. By the way, that's how I am a hardcore patriot. Though that that doesn't mean that to me, patriotism doesn't mean that you won't criticize things that need improvement. Of course, you should. Yeah. Right. But uh, I mean, our parents might criticize us, hmm. you know, for things that they, that doesn't mean they don't love us. Hmm. But. Uh, yeah, I'm a hardcore patriot, yeah. What, like, what do you think are the improvements about India right now, in general, that you're like, we can do this. The way women are treated, hmm. for example. Hmm. And, you know, a lot of it is not so much about the, uh, the sexual crimes, actually. Right. That is horrifying, I'm not denying that. But hmm. uh, on a per capita basis, actually, sexual crimes are relatively low in India compared to... The rest of the but world. that's because of like apparently lack of reportage and all that stuff, no? No, in fact, much of the rape statistics uh, in India also include false promise of marriage. Achha. So that there is excess reporting. The right. real crime that happens on women in India is actually, frankly, the mass murder of uh, of the girl child in the womb. Right. Uh, millions of girl children have been killed. Hmm. Uh, you know, this is a horrifying uh, crime that's going on. Not enough people speak of this. Right. And the sad part is, you know, one finds that the richer a state becomes, or the richer people become, the crime of uh, female feticide hmm. goes up more. So... Uh, because it's about transfer of property and you assume no, that it's all it's because there's obsession with a male child. Right. But well, that's related to transferring a, the... Not no? just that, it's just obsession with a male child. Man. And so this is a social issue. Yeah. We can't blame anyone else for it. We can't blame the West. We can't blame our government. This is a social issue. Hmm. It's a crime being done by society. It's horrifying the hmm. levels to which it happens. And we don't speak about it enough. Yeah. Only China is worse than us. Hmm. Even Saudi Arabia is better than us right. in this. Yeah. And this is a real crime that's happening. We don't, we're not doing enough about it. Hmm. I mean, there's, of course, laws have come in. Hmm. You know, uh, gender detection has been made a crime. Yeah. You know, what happens in, in your school, many of these things. But, the real change will happen when society itself, excuse me, yeah. uh, changes. This is a huge area that needs uh, uh, yeah. improvement. The gender detection is like an interesting thing. <laughs> because it's for a terrible, for people, terrible crime. For people like and us. And the scale at, yeah. which, at which it's happening, man. Yeah. It's horrifying. Right. Horrifying. And we are uh, we're doing a crime against our country. We're doing a crime uh, you know, by doing, doing, and we're doing immoral adharma. Hmm. Uh, with this, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about this. Uh, so, uh, Meluha writes, hmm. uh, you you are like uh, one of the richest uh, people in the world now, you know. 
<laughs> See, you silently took the honey twigs to answer my question correctly. I am enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I got to ask you about this. So I didn't know, by the way, that this is a, uh, this is a, just I just want to discuss this for a second, hmm. uh, which is that uh, you are one of India today's uh, most powerful people in 2019, sneaking in at number 50. Mm. Damn, <laughs> I'm low down. <laughs> but <laughs> this list is literally like it's like it's businessman, businessman, businessman. Uh, then uh, there is Shri uh, uh, Shri Ravi Shankar. Mm. <laughs> then there is an actor. Then there is uh, Baba Ramdev. Mm. Then there's an actor. Then there's politician. Hey, this is oh, this is kind of interesting. So there's a list of top ten politicians, mm. and then Shashi Tharoor doesn't feature in this list, but he features here. <laughs> so I'm like, what is he categorizing? He's an author also, no? Oh, okay, so that's it. So then what is uh, our Prime Minister also? He's a, a radio jockey. He does monkey bar. <laughs> I see you turn away from me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, are, uh, so number 50, does this affect uh, anything at all? In, in your, like, do you like see this kind no of stuff? No one gives a damn about these things. Yeah, yeah man, number 50. No, boss. Uh, and you go really, to, does anyone give a damn about these things? <laughs> and you go to your wife and like, Tamil Mary Rakunga, number 50. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be number 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, okay. Um, but because I'm number 50, I got some extra honey. There you go. Yeah. That's that's the only some reason benefits. we gave it to you. Exactly. If you were number 51, we'd be like, no honey for him. <laughs> let's, let's say five rupees. <laughs> or whatever this cost. Mm. Okay. Um, you are a diplomat uh, now, as mm. a diplomat, uh, mm. with a diplomatic passport that you mm. have. Mm. Um, so what are you, you're doing in London is uh, part of the Nehru Centre mm. and uh, so how is the shift from like being an author to this, like how come? <coughs> no, I'm still an author man. No, I mean yeah, obviously so... but I'm saying this is the additional thing yeah. that you're doing. What is the, how does this, how does this, what, what happens? So, uh, it's a great opportunity man. One Look, can... I understand it's a stupid question that I ask. It's like how it happens, nobody ever says, how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> like while saying it only, I'm like, sort of frame kar lena ki kya sawal pooch raha hai. Just like, how it happens, you London do Diplo, Matt. <laughs> That's my question. Abhi zyada mat hai. See, my, okay. my, my so, interview style is that, where hmm. I ask questions which have no sense. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Does the answer have to make sense now? Let's try. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, most uh, serious countries. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I have uh, cultural centers where they, you know, they try and propagate their soft power. Right. It makes makes the exercise of hard power a little yeah. easier for the country. Right. Um, and so, you know, UK has the British Council, uh, you know, all over the world. The US has, the hmm. US has, and of course, they're private, so Hollywood, etc. They're all uh, instruments of soft power for the yeah. US as well. So even India has had centers like this, but. Hmm. We can certainly do a lot more right. uh, with them. And uh, as India becomes richer, hmm. we need to... Now we are a global country. Right. Uh, you know, our interests go much deeper than, hmm. and much uh, you know, farther than they did, say, 20 years ago. Right. Uh, so, so, yeah. So, this is basically like it's that, it's that old... It's to thing. work to, to build India's cultural footprint further so that... You know, India's soft power can improve, which makes deal making a little easier. It's basically the thing, right? Like I, I, I suddenly I started reading a lot of Japanese authors, mm. which didn't exist for a really long time. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, it, it is, it is that old thing about like the biggest export from the U.S. is culture. Yeah. Right. And 
what is the and what it does is it uh, makes uh, you know if if your country if your country's people are uh, you know tend to be a little more positive towards a con- uh, towards another nation yeah then for that nation to do you know business with your country becomes a lot easier that's hmm. all it's like uh, you know uh, rightly or wrongly china is seen often by many ordinary indians yeah not very uh, uh, not with a lot of trust right which makes it more difficult for china to to be mm. out here but america is not seen with distrust yeah yeah, yeah. by most ordinary indians yeah, it yeah. just makes it easier to do yeah. that's what, that's what soft power is essentially that doesn't mean that just because you have soft power you'll get whatever deal you want it just mm. it makes it easier so your books have been translated into like 12 languages or something 19 wow mm. what is the like what is the strangest response you've got from somebody who read a translation which was in like some either a foreign country or whatever where mm. you like what was there ever anything where you just stood up and always do you get a lot of feedback from people from outside or whatever oh yeah so i mean there was a portuguese uh, edition that's yeah. come out the shiva trilogy in uh, brazil yeah okay not in goa it's a different yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying very hard to do a marche santi <laughs> hey listen <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, So apparently, for uh, you know, for the what uh, was the Vai Putra's launch out there? Uh-huh. They had an event where you know uh, uh, some people uh, people had come dressed as Lord Shiva and Lady Sati, and they said Har Har in their accent, you know, Har Har Mahadev, Har Har Mahadev. Uh-huh. It was kind of cute, yeah. It was very sweet. So this is in Brazil, you yeah, said. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But did you did did he go for these launches? Mm-hmm. It's just so uh, video was sent to me. Oh uh-huh. wow, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So, so they are literally treating it like a fancy dress thing. It's like <laughs> no, but if they are absorbing the book enough, yeah. you know, to say things, yeah, that is that is cool. Yeah, it's like it's like they are, uh, you know, they are kind of celebrating Indian culture in a way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's what's interesting about your book is that it's it's uh, about your books in general is that it takes the the mythology and turns yeah. it into something which is uh, not palatable but easily mm. digestible and exciting and all that kind of stuff. Like mm. even with the Ravan book, it was. Uh, just the the pace mm. is so interesting so are you at liberty to talk about what's happening with meluha or not yet uh, in terms is, of a yeah is it a visual yeah. yeah yeah so there is a uh, there is a you know a series contract that has been signed with huh. hollywood producer so we are developing it right now so let's hope something good emerges so what is your these things the way you know the way one sees it you know converting into a you know ott platform series or a movie things happen when they are meant to happen yeah hmm. you know like uh, lord of the rings took some 80 years to get made or 70 years or whatever to made properly they made like versions of it yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah but like to make it properly yeah whereas harry potter got made you know within a few years so whenever it's meant to happen it'll happen that's the way i see it yeah so it's like in 2100 but whenever it gets made it should be made well yeah yeah that's that's a key thing for me Okay, we uh, let's just uh, divert completely away from mythology and stuff because I think you've spoken enough about that. Um, I'm I, I remember reading uh, or hearing you talk about the education system in general, hmm. and uh, one of the things that you said was about uh, the uh, like what do what do you, what do you think? Because you did I am Calcutta, hmm. and then uh, we went to a bank and all that stuff, and then obviously you have a son. And are you what do you think is is uh, is off? because i remember you know what this is a weird thing which I, i i went to my school after for the somebody else's 20 year it reunion mm. and i'm like shit i'm so old first of all mm. <laughs> i'm coming back here as a old man and i remember in my school okay there was a lot of teachers who taught me in school and college mm. there was only one who was memorable mm. 
across so many hmm. which i find just weird hmm. you know like and i i'm not taking anything away from teachers and stuff like that but in my because i was a sort of middle of the rung or below hmm. student i just i don't remember any teacher hmm. being like oh this is inspiring hmm. Hmm. is that related to the education system or is that related to i don't know what <coughs> Oh that's a that's a big question. Education system is How will you change it tell us now and we will implement it tomorrow. <laughs> this is this is the power that I have. <laughs> the nation wants to know. Yeah, I have solved okay. it. So uh uh I mean we spoke about this earlier in any case. Yeah. Our education system is uh, too anglicized. Hmm. Right? Desperately trying to make uh, yeah, you know, turn us into angrees basically. Yeah. into an agrees that that is of course one uh, issue with it uh, it doesn't speak anything of india as mm. much uh, you know uh, in all subjects like when you uh, when we learn uh, mathematics yeah uh, you know we the pythagorean theorem and all that stuff yeah, yeah. bodhayana discovered yeah. even the europeans have accepted it yeah. bodhayana discovered it before pythagoras did yeah. that's not taught to us yeah at least it wasn't taught when i was out there when i was in school <coughs> uh you know uh, bhaskaracharya's lilavati is not taught to us mm-hmm. well, it's one of the greatest maths books it was the standard maths text for uh, in our gurukuls it's a 1000 year old text right so we learn very little of our own uh, traditions yeah and much of the way we taught knowledge was actually deeply different mm. you know so uh, uh but knowing our own traditions obviously fills a sense of pride in us right you know like uh, we are taught that algebra you know is created to al khwarizmi hmm. who's an arab uh, scholar right but algebra is recorded uh, is has been uh, learned in the west from a book written by al khwarizmi hmm. uh, the book's name is uh, kitab uh, al hisab al hindi okay right. he himself said huh. it's a book of indian numerals right. or right. indian maths right so al khwarizmi did not try and Yeah. You know, uh, hide where he learned it from, but we didn't. Did you say his name was alcoholism? Al. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that's the best way to learn maths. <laughs> <Then, laughs> you've heard of the Fibonacci series, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Fibonacci, in his own book, hmm. from which Fibonacci series has been learned, he himself says, "I learned most of my maths concepts from uh, India." Yeah. And he didn't call it the Fibonacci series. He called it the Indian series. Right. Now, if we know all this, we will yeah. have a sense of pride. Right. But it's not just a sense of pride. Even the way knowledge was taught to us hmm. in our guru, in our ancient gurukuls, <coughs> patshalas, and madrasas. Right. We had a lot more balance between the left brain and the right brain. Hmm. Uh, not the way our modern schooling system is. Right. Which was which is based more on the Prussian uh, system. Prussia was the old name for Germany. Yeah. Uh, which is about you know uh, the rote kind of rote thing. learning, yeah. standard syllabus. uh teacher student ratio very heavily weight towards students mm. whereas our earlier system was very different i mean mm. bhaskaracharya's leelavati i spoke of that because there bhaskaracharya first of all he wrote that book for his daughter mm. whose name was leelavati because mm. apparently she didn't like maths apparently mm. so mm. the story goes that's <coughs> why the book is called leelavati right and he taught maths theories through beautiful sanskrit poetry mm. so you read a beautiful sanskrit poem 
Hmm. Without realizing it, by the end of it, you've learned a theorem. Right. Now that's a way to teach where you find marriage between the left brain and the right brain. But that's not the way our modern education system is. It's so uh, I'm just imagining his daughter being like conned into it. Ha, chipo. Are you sikhaya kaise? It's like now I suddenly know what pi is equal to. <laughs> I'm listening to a poem. So, yeah. But I'm saying that's the way to teach how yeah. to make it fun. Right. You know how to make it engaging. There are a lot of parts of even the Ram Ramayana and Mahabharata were among the foundational texts that were taught. Hmm. Uh, if you read the Shanti Parva and Mahabharata, hmm. it is essentially a governance lesson, a civics class hmm. in the garb of a story. Right. Right. And the the part where Bhishma is speaking to the Pandavas, yeah, yeah. then uh, where Sugriv is telling his uh, uh, his uh, people, the hmm. Vanars, to go and search for Sita, hmm. to for to go and search for Sita Ma. He tells them, go south, this, this, this will come. Go west, this, this will come. Search up there. Go east, this, this will come. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, I said, but why do they need to do this? Everyone knows where Lanka is. It was <laughs> in the south. And they saw Ravan flying south. So, what are you doing? Correct. Now, they are My Baba Ji told me, it's actually a geography class right. in the garb of a story. Oh, really? Yeah. He says, because he's saying that you go north, this river will come. Then this mountain will come. Then this uh. plain will come. Then this river will come. It's actually a geography lesson. But in the garb of a story, that's how they make it fun. Oh. Right. Now, they used to do this in ancient times where you, you know, you teach in the form of stories, make it fun, make it integral. Yeah. They don't do that today. Huh. So, it's not just about pride in our, in our roots. Hmm. It's also, it's a better way to teach. Yeah. Uh, but we don't do any of this in our education system. Yoga is good for you. Right. You know, I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, they'll keep saying, no, no, you shouldn't teach yoga because it's Hindu. Are, but then, uh, you know, and what do you think the ambulance system or the Red Cross it came from? Why, why is there a cross in Red Cross? Yeah. Because the roots are Christian. Hmm. So does that mean that if you're not a Christian and you get injured and then an ambulance comes with the Red Cross, no, no, I will die, I will not get in. What sense does that make? Hmm. I mean, its roots may be in Christianity, hmm. but it's good for you. So get into the freaking ambulance. Hmm. Yoga's roots may be Hindu, hmm. but it's good for you. So do it, yeah. Hmm. You know, how does it harm you? Uh, so why don't they teach yoga and, you know, now fortunately it's coming in into mm. many schools. But if you start it from a young age, it's good for your organs, it's good for your body. Mm. So there are things in our past, we should root our education system a lot more, mm. which will be good for our students, good for our country. I strongly believe that. You know, so I'd gone to Jantar Mantar ages back mm. and I was just uh, like quite amazed by it. I don't know what, like what the chronology, you chronology chronology? Oh, you don't know the meme? Amitya is saying, you have chronology, you understand? It's a one of those big memes right now. But I remember just being amazed by a lot of the stuff that we had sort of discovered with regards to the stars and astronomy and all that stuff ages back. Behind. And I had no... Because ancient Indians knew the concept of precession. What is precession? So many modern people don't know. The earth doesn't just rotate like this, it's also actually wobbles slightly. Huh. Okay. Like a seam ball. Like Vaseem Akram. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but without the cheating of lifting the seam. <laughs> hey, no, no. So, according to Vaseem Akram, I'm sorry to take a complete left. He's like, when we, when we used to do it, when we used to do it, uh, it was called ball tampering. When you guys did it, it was reverse swing. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I agree with Vaseem Akram. <laughs> My best friend. <laughs> okay. So, um, huh. So, I mean, the, it's, it's like a top. Right. The top spins. Yeah. It wobbles also, right? That's yeah. a natural thing that yeah. happens. So, even the earth actually wobbles a bit. Hmm. 
Okay. So it comes back to its original position after every 26,000 years. That's the, that's oh, the way okay. it works. Yeah. Ancient Indians were aware of this, man. Hmm. Freaking brilliant. Right. But we aren't aware of these things. We are not taught these things. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. Okay, I want to get into uh, talking uh, some specific stuff about uh, about uh, Ravar. Um, what is it? Huh? So, okay, this is, uh, this is there's a lot of stuff like, so for example, about Pushpak mm. and about all that stuff. So, how much of it is, is science versus mythology slash magic or whatever else it is? Like, what do you... Pushpak Iran is my imagination. Right. I, I, there's no evidence that ancient Indians knew how to fly. Yeah. No, there isn't. Um, I know people speak of the Vimanika Shastra, but and I've read that text. I'm not so sure it's that credible. Hmm. I don't think most serious. What is this? What is the text? Vimanika Shastra. It it has uh, various theories on flying hmm. and machines that could be built up. But there are many historians who this are not so the, sure. This is in the Indian uh, science, science Congress. Congress yeah. There are many away. historians who have studied that, that no, it's not really as credible. Huh. But that does not mean that ancient Indians did not have developed science. They right. had very developed metallurgical uh, sciences, astronomical mm. uh, uh, sciences, navigation. Mm. It was there. Mm. Uh, and we have not studied it. Right. We should. It's in our own interest to study it. Mm. So, uh, uh, like just to give you a perspective of, you know, and, uh, of the amount of knowledge production mm. our ancestors did. The number of non-printing press handwritten manuscripts. Hmm. See, printing press was invented in the 15th century. After that, production of books shot up. Right. For that, they used to write by hand. Huh. Obviously, the, how much can you yeah. write by hand? And it, you know, every copy had to be written by hand. Yeah. The number of non-printing press handwritten manuscripts uh, in Greek, in ancient Greek, that survived till today, hmm. is between 20 to 30,000. Right. This is a very good number. Hmm. Right. Shows the knowledge production of the Greeks. Guess the number of not, I've asked this at various forums till now. Guess the number of non-printing press handwritten Sanskrit manuscripts that survived till today. I'm going to go And this is despite the destruction of Nalanda University, which right. in my mind was the biggest disaster for humanity. Right. Uh, because the library burned for a, God knows, for a month. God knows how much knowledge was lost. But Takshashila, Ujjain, so many of our universities are destroyed. Despite that, guess how many... Non-printing press, handwritten manuscripts in Sanskrit survived till today, according to the National Manuscript Mission. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to select this on the basis of the number of uh, runs scored by Sachin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it exciting. Okay. I'm going to say 14,000. Is that the number? I don't even know if that's the number. I think it's 30,000. No, Greeks was 20,000. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say... Uh, 2,23,416. Yeah, you're, you're, too, you're too low. <laughs> was it? Okay. 3 million. Oh, wow. Three million. Right. It's more than the rest of the freaking world combined. Huh. That was the knowledge production of our ancestors. Right. We haven't even translated 99% of them. Right. We are a bunch of idiots. Hmm. You know, we've inherited such a vast amount of knowledge. Right. Forget about studying it. <coughs> we haven't even acknowledged it. Haven't even hmm. translated it. God knows how much knowledge. And they're not all spiritual texts. Hmm. Math, science, you know, chemistry. God knows what on medicine. Yeah. Uh, God knows how much knowledge is out there. Hmm. We haven't even translated it. Is it, is it, uh, what is this, like, so many of these libraries slash universities, like, there was Alexandria, there was Nalanda, there was, a lot of these burnt down. Hmm. Was it malicious or was it just coincidence? No, it was malicious. Uh, yeah. Sometimes coincidence. Like, yeah. Julius Caesar's burning down of the Alexandria library, at least most historians tend to hmm. uh, think that it could have been an accident because right. he was attacking the port and the library uh -huh. was close by and that's why it happened. But Bhaktiar Khilji's destruction of Nalanda University yeah. was driven by uh, uh, yeah by hatred and maliciousness. I, I honestly completely forgot about the burning down of the Nalanda. 
So in, in my mind, everything else can be rebuilt. Money that's lost, we can re-earn. Yeah. Everything can. But when knowledge is lost, yeah, it's gone. Wow. Okay. Uh, we need to rebuild, relearn, rediscover everything uh, all over again. We will. We will. See, you start. For You'll drive it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you Since you're going to start the change from tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See, you hey, hey, you promise me. Tomorrow. You promise me. Once I speak of the education system, you'll start the changes from tomorrow. Kalakta. Make it happen. <laughs> Who's the education minister? I have no idea. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I will speak to them immediately. Like, ah, bye. <laughs> Decide currently. <laughs> there's, um, there's a lot of um, strange stuff like about... Uh, so... Uh, there's, there's a lot of... Do you think Ravan was a psychopath? <laughs> because he's torturing a rabbit till it, all that yes, stuff. Yes. He's full psychopath, right? Um, there's a conversation that's there in, uh, you know, in uh, between him and one of the few people he truly loves and respects. Hmm. You know, where uh, rare moment of honesty he tells her, he says, you don't know me, I'm a monster. You, know, the, you don't know the kind of things I've done. Hmm. And she tells him that, is there any successful man hmm. who does not have a monster inside? Right. Uh, she said, it's a monster inside which gives you that fire, that power to succeed. Because succeeding is not easy, especially right. if you aren't coming from a privileged background. You mm. need, you know, you need to be relentless, you need to be focused, you need to make sacrifices, you need to right. be formidable. I mean, you need to be crazily hardworking. That's what you have to be, right, to succeed. Yeah. Uh, and most people who work that way, they, it's not that, so many of them, it's not that they're enjoying their money or anything. It's just, they don't know any other way, mm. right? Why do they do it? Because she says, because they have a monster inside which doesn't let them rest. He said, but the difference between a successful man and a great man is does the monster control you or do you control the monster? Right. Uh, the great man is one who can control his monster and harness it mm. for the good of others. Right. A successful man, nearly successful man is someone who surrenders to his monster. Yeah. You just described a lot of CEOs. No, some of them are great. <laughs> Not all, some of them are great. <laughs> <laughs> Historical meeting of the interviews. Um, okay, so you, you, uh, how conscious <coughs> are you of trying to, not, and this is something obviously, I mean, you're, you're six books in now of writing stories about mythology. Seven, seven. I have a non fiction also. This one. Immortal India. Is, but it's not mythology. Huh. Oh, oh, mythology. Oh, see, sorry, see, sorry, sorry. Ah. framed question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So how do you, uh, uh, do, do you ever keep in mind about like quote-unquote offending people about whatever it is? Because <coughs> even though blasphemy didn't exist back then, right now though blasphemy is there in all shapes of form. Everybody's just waiting like, abhi, karega. No, I don't have any controversy. So uh, I generally write with respect, yeah, so yeah. it hasn't happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, this we've, ah, wait, there's something else I have to talk to you about. <coughs> uh, okay, I'm going to take some questions from the online world. Okay. Which have been asked. Is this live or being recorded? No, no, I already got these questions before. Okay. Um, these are all... Uh, That's what the questions would go to Amitabh Bachchan. Oh, uh, they are some of them. <laughs> so, so, in case... <laughs> in case Man, people I, am, I am like a big fan. I worship the ground he walks on, so... <laughs> <laughs> so what I done was I put up a photograph of me with Amitabh Bachchan and I said ask any of them a question. <laughs> so the, the first question I got, which is uh, I don't know if this is uh, this is uh, something you want to answer. Wait, I'll tell you. Ji, when will you recover from spine transplant surgery? Get well soon. Any comments? Spine transplant surgery? Apparently Amitabh Bachchan had spine transplant surgery according to this person. Missy dot Rapier says that did Amitabh Bachchan have a spine transplant? 
I don't That's think That's what she asked. I don't think anyone has had a spine transplant <laughs> surgery in the history of humanity. <laughs> I am not aware of it. I read this question I'm like what spine transplant what is happening? I I don't think can you replace us like a uh, one no. L to uh, whatever no that's that's not spine transplant <laughs> at least from what i know that's like back surgery spine transplant is spine nikal ke dusra spine you don't know maybe she has discovered something at nalanda university and she has those back same i don't think so <laughs> i um, <It> is, <coughs> sorry i'm not aware of a spine transplant <laughs> maybe there are doctors who are i'm not aware uh this is i don't know understand this i don't know if this is a But joke question abhita bachchan had had spinal trouble over recently i don't even i don't know oh, this lady seems very concerned about it no i would be concerned yeah. i'm a big fan yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah. also uh see this is what you guys get questions and i get people sending me photographs like this saying hey this bald guy looks like you just every <laughs> just random bald dudes they keep sending and they're like this guy looks like you i'm like kya hai daadi bana de um this is dm sioni who says amish kabhi english language exam mein pass hua i don't is it, is okay, he trying to troll you that means uh, okay uh, yeah hua tha hua tha don't worry uh, <laughs> i i'd got distinction <laughs> did you actually yeah, yeah. in cathedral school in cathedral school oh, oh. the most famous coach shakespeare ha huh. what do you remember the fall dear brutus is known as stars by nasals that we are delis why he don't bestride the world like a colossus ha bhuli ha देव द गोड आस हुल वुड अमीश कास्ट एज ए कैरेक्टर्स इन इज बुक्स इफ अ फिल्म वॉज टू बी मेड उटली fiction books okay. i mean i like harry potter lord of the rings man hey the magician series which one raymond feist ah acha okay oh, you should check that out so who uh, who is that whoever it is just check it out raymond feist it's the sit boy check out raymond feist magician magician, magician series okay uh, then there is uh, okay this is i don't know what this question is rohan underscore vitias favorite work of the other which is amitabh what is your favorite work of amitabh i don't uh, trishul yeah. Trishul yeah. कमाल हसन मुवी पुष्पक उर्षिता मजुमदार प्लीज आस्क मी फीज आई प्लॅनिंग टू राईट बुक्स ऑन लॉर्ड कृष्णा ऑर द ग्रेट वॉडी कर्न यू प्लॅनिंग येस 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 सिरीज ऑन द महाभारत इज वेरी कम 
Okay. After the Ramachandra series, there are two more books. Huh. So once I finish that. So like five years later. I'm assuming that's how long it takes, right? Yeah. Hopefully earlier. Yeah. Okay. Oh, simultaneously this also. Let's try. Uh, okay. Then. Okay, that's about it from the questions online. Um, so yeah, is there anything? Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to talk about specifically before we say goodbye to the whole world? No, if you guys come to London, come to the Nehru Centre. Huh. It is uh, it is in Mayfair, South Audley Street, huh. uh, India's premier cultural centre abroad. Right. And we're having some pool programs out there now. Uh, come. Come there. I heard no. you guys are having stand-up with Saurapan soon, yeah? We're going to have it soon. Yes, yes, yes. I've pitched it. That's why I called it. Like, I'm going to Nehru Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. It's still the Nehru Center. They've not changed it to Modi Center yet. <laughs> I love the look on your face. You know, I was saving that joke just to see what expression. No, but it's a, good, it's a very cool thing. That the, yeah, it's, seen, it's, um, it's, it's, it's right in the heart of town. Huh. Wonderful uh, place. We have a lovely Georgian era building. We have huh. an auditorium in there. Yeah. Uh, so do come whenever you guys uh, drop into London. Yeah. It's, it's open Most for of all. these guys don't come for my shows. I mean, but if you're in London. If you're in London, <laughs> drop in. <laughs> yeah, don't I'll... come specifically for the Nehru Centre. I don't think it's that attractive. <laughs> but if you're in London, drop in, man. Awesome. Drop in, drop in. So uh, please check out. Uh, and we'll have a show uh, with you. Oh, yeah, we should. Uh, sure. Ravana is, is generally And fun. Immortal India. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, please check it out. It's actually quite a fun book. Um, I'm about, I'm literally 63 pages arrived. Awesome. Uh, yeah. It was it was in my house for a while, and I'd mm. read a hundred pages, and then mm. somebody stole it from me, okay. and then I stole it back. Someone stole Ravan. <laughs> Her name was not Sita. It's <laughs> 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 a friend of mine who was Sita. <laughs> She's like my reverse karegi. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot for taking time out. Really appreciate it. Thanks. All right, that was a fun chat with Amish Tripathi. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please go out there and pick up all his books. And uh, he's got like some 700 books out there. Uh, we have already made a plan to uh, have him, have me at the Nehru Center in London. But given the current uh, situation, this was this promise was made, by the way, again, two months back is when we recorded it. Uh, so I think the promise will finally happen in about uh, uh, 2024. Let's Again, I'm uh, going to be putting out more content. There's going to be an interview with Mandira Bedi coming out soon. Plus, I'm going to be getting a few of my comedian friends uh, uh, to continue doing Panth Plus One. It might just be an audio version. Let's see. Let's figure it out. Uh, if you enjoyed that, please head to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash pantonfire to watch a lot of stand-up and other content. And if you want to support this podcast, I can't believe I'm asking people for money. But you know what? I, there's no option nowadays. There is uh, there's no money from this podcast at all. Like there is, it's just pointless. This is literally like, I feel like I'm releasing this into plants. And plants are like, we'll photosynthesize and give you nothing else except maybe some, what do plants give? Oxygen? I don't know. Uh, anyway, if you want me to support it, instamojo.com slash pantonfire or uh, paypal.me slash pantonfire. And again, go to my YouTube page, check out stuff. I hope to see you guys soon. Stay safe, stay at home. Don't go out unless you really need to. Thank you so much. Have fun. Bye. Love you all.